Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Do The Work Podcast. My name is Sabrina Zohar, and I am your host. Happy New Year, friends! Oh my goodness, guys. I actually, whew, we made it. I, I remember in 2023 being like, all right, we just have to get to 2024. Like, we just have to get to New Year, and okay, it's the final. That's like the, the, the moment that we need to get to, and here we are. And I am just so excited, so grateful, so excited to kick off the New Year with you guys and with somebody very special, with Masha, the person who is my nearest and dearest, and I think that we all love so much, and what better way than to start the New Year off by supporting you guys and being really realistic about like what manifestation actually means and how to have goals and to successfully approach them and with intentionality. And I think we, you know, the new year, there's so much bullshit of like new year, new you. And it's like, nah, dude, it's the new year, same you. But that's the thing is like being realistic about who's showing up in this new year so that you can be realistic about who you want to continue to show up. And that is within your power. So we have an incredible episode for you guys today, and I am so excited. And guys, as you know, the new year is bringing out a lot of new things. So link in bio for everything at all times, but I am changing the way that I work with people. So now it's going to be a much more intensive structure as far as working with me one-on-one. So you can either get a four-pack and you can use that at your leisure within the next six months, or you can join join the, I call it a program. It's just a three-month minimum commitment, but it's two sessions a month and a limited messaging in between because at the end of the day, the se- the sessions that we have are super important and you have all these breakthroughs and all these aha moments, but then what do you do with it? How do you implement it? What happens in those moments when you're about to text this person and you're freaking out and you're spiraling? It's like, that's where I come in so that you have the support unlimited and I have three more spots. So if you guys are interested, link in bio for everything. I'm going to have a course coming out. We have some exclusive content coming out this year for um, subscriptions with the podcast. It'll be ad-free and extra bonus episodes with me and Tech Guy. It's going to be incredible. Like we have so much planned and I'm so fucking excited to get that going. So let's start this year off right. Let's start manifesting and bringing in the life that you deserve because at the end of the day, I know you're worthy of it, but I need you now to see that you are worthy and deserving of it. So let's get right on into it without further ado. And guys, as always, thank you for everything. Thank you for rating the show. Thank you for keeping us here. Please, please don't forget to go rate the show five stars and helps us get more guests. It helps me climb the ranks and that's how I can continue to grow the show. Please support the sponsors. Um, you know, I understand that ads are new, but this is how we can keep the show for you guys going and, and growing and for everything. I'm just so grateful. So thank you guys so fucking much and let's get right on into it. This episode is sponsored by Software. Guys, that's my clothing company. I started Software in 2017 after my mom went to the doctor with a headache and they found six brain aneurysms that grew to the top half of her vessel and they gave her a three to five percent chance of living and I said, fuck it, I need to do something that I actually care about. So I created this clothing line for her because I really wanted to keep her comfortable, cozy, but above all looking sophisticated because we didn't need something with more stars and stripes and panels and mesh. We just needed something that was really comfy, cozy, made in America, sustainable, non-toxic, but that felt like a cloud and like you were getting a hug. And the day after I got a photo of her in the hospital with two thumbs up and I started software the next day. So if you guys check out wearsoftware.com, you get 20% off your purchase and you use the code do the work. And so again, that's W-E-A-R, soft W-E-A-R, so wearsoftware.com and use the code do the work to get 20% off your purchase. And thank you guys for supporting something local, sustainable, high quality, but ultimately that feels like a cloud. I can't wait to get you guys cozy. 
Hello, my friends. I can't believe that we are talking now in 2024, a new year. Honestly, if you had asked me, we would even be here a year and a half ago. It's questionable. But let alone, when I mean be here, would I be on a podcast talking to you all with Masha sitting next to me? And never in my life would have thought that. So I'm so excited. We have Masha here today, guys, because today we are going to, we're going to debunk some shit, but we're going to welcome us into the new year, I think, the right way, the healthy way, and the way to actually set you up for success. So Masha, welcome in. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited for this episode. I am I feel very honored to have this spot because I think this is a really important episode. I think this is a really important part of the year. I'm super excited to be here. This conversation, oh, I I can't wait. Honestly, I couldn't think of a better, when I was going through like the list of the year and mapping out, because for people that don't know, like my anxiety will not allow me to wing things. I have the podcast scheduled out through uh, July of 2024 of everybody because hi (laughs) you look who you're talking to and when I was thinking about the new year it's like we ended the year with what are we getting rid of what are we removing from our lives the energy that we're no longer gonna match and it's like we're creating our own vibration now in this year as crunchy as that sounds I, I hear it I sound like I'm from Venice California I know but removing the LA verbiage when I was thinking about how we're gonna start the year one how could we not start the year talking about the nervous system but also with someone that we trust so much. So I really hope that everybody feels really supported today, um, especially if, you know, the holidays didn't go how you wanted or weren't as expected or you had some news maybe that wasn't great, like a breakup. We want to be here to support you. And for anybody that the holidays were better than expected, we want to support you too. So I'm really excited. And, you know, before we get started, Masha, new year, new you. I also hate, <laughs> I hate resolutions. So we're not even going to pretend like this is, but talk to me. What's, what, what do you have coming up? I know you have the course coming up in February, but like, what's the new year bringing in for you? Oh my gosh. It's so crazy that it's 2024. Honestly, it's blowing my mind. I'm a little shocked, but new year. I know so many exciting things. I mean, the most exciting for me right now is there is a new cohort of the mind body recalibration formula. We are starting February 1st. That's a really intentional start date because like you, I don't love new year's resolutions. And I do think there is a powerful energy in the beginning of the year. And so we're giving everyone time in January to settle in, to recommit to themselves, to think about what they want, which is what this episode is going to be doing. And then February 1st, we're going to hit the ground running with with the formula, with the program, just helping you do the inner and outer work of achieving your goals, of creating, bringing your vision to life in, in every area of your life. And so I'm I'm so excited for this new cohort. We already have some really awesome people signed up. So just, I'm super excited. I'm out too, because you guys are going to hear my experience with the course as we're talking, because it just so happened. I did the course. I was the first cohort, right? Yes. I was founding member. Founding member. Um, and so I got to experience the entirety of it. And what was the best part for me was experiencing through it. And you guys will hear about my journey and not in a way that's like a testimonial, but actual is how much I learned about myself going through the course. And it wasn't just some bullshit like, you know, here's pay $50 and get this download that comes to you for three minutes and you get to watch a video and here's a worksheet. It's like, this is actually learning, implementing tools, support. Like I felt so supported in growth. So I'm really excited for this next group. And I know they get $300 off if they use do the work 300. So yes. And I, and I really appreciate you saying that because that was my number one thing when creating this. I didn't want it to be that. I didn't want it to just be you learning things you've already heard said 5,000 more times. This is really an 
experience. Like we're really doing the work together, creating that support. You know, kind of I said in the beginning, like it's, it's the support that really matters to me. And the learning is very important, but it's really the support that I think is transformational. And that's why I love what you do so much and what you offer to your listeners, to your clients, because that that's really where the transformation is long-term support 100 percent. that's actually why like even this year i you know we can kick it off with new goals like for my for me personally i didn't want to set unrealistic resolutions i wasn't trying to set something where it was okay starting january 1st some arbitrary day that we have now decided is just going to be we're wiping the slate clean right like nothing nicks the calories i ate in 2023 don't transfer over into 2024 but for me even when i was going through like my business strategy or what is this year going to look like and attainable goals and things like that that we're going to talk about but you know for me making the decision to walk away from just doing one-on-ones that were booked at any time was really scary for me and uncomfortable because I it was one way I built my business and it was a way that I was able to connect with people but what supported me was one obviously in the course we actually went through this and we were talking about ways I could support myself and how could I rewrite goals that felt better for me and felt like my nervous system could handle it which we again are going to talk about but that's actually why I started my program of like it's a three-month intensive program that works with people twice a week and you have unlimited messaging in between to work with me there are only two spots left and I can't fucking wait and if people continue there won't be two more slots open in April we'll see when that happens so you can get on the wait list but the reason I wanted to do that was because I know as well the work that's dedicated doesn't just happen in 45 minutes like the work that's dedicated to really start to see the needle move is three works of three months of really investing everything you got and so I'm excited that I have all of these new things courses coming out this year same as you like I am not we don't bullshit around here so I'm just excited and I hope you guys are equally as excited as we are and I you know on a personal level you know how excited I am for you to do this because I just think it takes your work to a very different level I'm excited for your clients because when you receive that type of support people don't really realize you know we all want a quick fix right Mm -hmm. we all want it to be fixed in 45 minutes we want you know that breakthrough that you know we have in a session to be like okay that's it I'm gonna walk out of here a different person and I wish that was true but from my experience, from what I know about the nervous system, it's actually not true, right? That breakthrough is just a moment. It's what you do with that day in, day out. It's how you reflect, how you handle challenges. And I think that's what you're really stepping into supporting your clients with. And I'm not even sure they understand how powerful and transformative that is. So I am just so excited for you and so proud of you. But honestly, I'm just excited for your clients because what's going to come out of this is going to be so incredibly next level if they already think your work is next level Mm -hmm. I don't think they understand I don't think they understand what's gonna happen thanks man now I'm excited I know there's just so many there's so many great things happening and soon enough you guys will be able to watch us talking so yay all right let's talk today a bit about the biggest thing I really wanted us to hit was like new year new you right no 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 we're not even gonna stay any cheesy bullshit new year same shit so let's set you up for success here because I remember even when we started the, when I started the course with you and we were doing goal setting and when I worked at Lululemon so many fucking moons ago it's crazy to think it was one of my first jobs in New York and they had us do goals and I remember it was like six month one year five year and then if you were bold enough to do a 10 year I mean 10 year let me Whoa. tell you when I was 18 ain't shit that I thought was gonna happen by 28 happened I'll tell you none of that did um but I t- didn't think didn't manifest me marrying my father but here we are so 
Anywho, but I remember when we were going through these goal settings, like how overwhelmed I felt, you know, like doing, I think sometimes we think of manifestation as the secret or as this super cheesy, you know, you have to love yourself and think positive thoughts. And if you let any negative thoughts in your head, then you're doing it wrong because it's positive only because negative thoughts are going to bring your vibe down. And it's like, listen, dude, I don't live in a fucking field where it's not 1967. Like I'm not on acid, you know, like we're here on the planet Earth of apparently this is my stand-up too we're here on planet earth dealing with real life issues and that includes that just because it's january 1st doesn't well january 5th technically just because it's the first week of january doesn't mean that you have now shown up as a different person and i think it would be really great for us to understand like what is manifestation actually and then how do we use this responsibly because our nervous system plays such a huge part in and we'll talk about how and why and where it fits into the reason that your goals aren't attainable. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Guys, we're in the new year and I'm not the biggest fan of like new year, new me, as we all know, but I am a big fan of using this time to really get introspective and to start really seeing like what's coming up for you, what's under the hood and making a commitment to yourself this year that you are going to invest in your mental health and in your progress and growth. And that's why I am so excited to partner with BetterHelp. BetterHelp was the start of my journey and, you know, it took me a minute to find a therapist. I had to go through a couple and I had to read the bios and I had to really see who was going to resonate with me and I found my first therapist was um, we did meditation and tapping together my second therapist we did DBT and mind you this is six years of being on the platform so I've been really blessed to have some incredible therapists that have been a catalyst for my healing and having that unlimited messaging in between was really really helpful even though they may not have answered immediately but being able to just get the thoughts out of my brain and onto paper were so beneficial for me and that's why I'm just such a huge fan of better help and so what better time to get started on your mental health journey than right now in the new year when you are making this commitment to yourself. So if you want to celebrate the progress you've already made, visit betterhelp.com slash DTW to get 10% off your first month. So that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash DTW to get 10% off your first month. Guys, I am so, 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 so excited to be here with you on your journey. And I sure hope that BetterHelp can help support and guide you along the way. A hundred percent. And like, you know, when you say the word manifestation, I think for some people that's already like, whoa, that's very woo woo. Or they have some preconceived notion of what that means, right? Vision boarding and all these things. But like realistically, manifestation is just the process of achieving your goals, right? And manifestation just acknowledges that within that process, there is not only external work, but internal work. That's really what it is. And for me, and what I've learned in, in my own journey of manifesting and achieving goals, you know, going from being like a very logical overachiever to then like finding my way into the spiritual world and discovering manifestation and all of that is realizing, wait, neither approach really worked that well for me. And the missing link was the nervous system because Mm. you need something to link those two approaches. There's, there's value in both sides, but it's when you link those together where you really can, can access that power that I think is promised to us at the other side of manifesting or on the other side of achieving your goals or creating your life. And so I'm excited to really like demystify that for people and like help them get started in a real way. Again, not in this BS way of like new year, new you. The truth is it's not a new you. you no. You are who you were a few days ago. Like nothing magical happens at midnight. And I think often we set ourselves up for success. You know, it's the same like nonsense as like diet starts Monday. It's like, it's not. It could start at any point when you decide 
kid and it really things change when you change when you start showing up differently and so Let's talk about what that actually means. Yeah, because I think anything, like these bumper sticker slogans, I mean, shit, if you guys listen to me consistently, you know I say this all the fucking time. Like, anything that's 140 characters or less, you know everything going on, everything. If you wanted to, he would. New diet, you know, new year, new you, things like that. If it can be chalked up to a quick bumper sticker, you know as well as I do, it's well oversimplified for what the reality is. That's why, for everybody listening that really wants to hold on to these sayings, that's why reality and fantasy isn't ever matching up. Because if it were that simple, then it would be sustainable. But here, you want to bet on a human being a human? That's a bet that you're probably going to fucking win on, that it's not realistic. And I think when I first started to manifest, when I was, you know, my early many moons ago I like I had a list and I was very list driven and I will of course tell you a story and I just I shared this story with Masha earlier it was the first time she ever heard this story she's gonna hear it again (laughs) and so when I first started like quote-unquote manifesting it was my mom had a friend um and she wrote she was who actually taught us how to read tarot cards that's why I have a tarot card tattoo for my mom and this woman would always tell us um, every new moon, make sure you list out your manifestations and like your goals, 10 goals in very specific, like as in depth and specific as you could. And this is like when the secret was becoming big and I used to watch those videos every day and I was just like, yes, I'm going to feel this and it's going to be a whole thing. And it's like, well, it took me a long time to get there, but here we are. And I had listed out and I remember I was, well, so I was going to my friend's house and I was supposed to only go for the day. And her mom said, no, stay overnight. You know, you and Missy want to hang out. You haven't seen each other in years. We were friends from like middle school, still friends to her today. What's Missy if you listen and we I remember we let we were gonna I think we were gonna like go to dinner or some shit we ended up just staying home and I said let's like do our like manifestation thing and we wrote out a list of everything we wanted and to this day she and I still talk about that moment her remembering all that happened and we wrote out our list and I remember we like lit a candle and it burned and my list was my favorite name for a guy was named Brandon I was obsessed with Brandon Lee and Brandon Boyd and Brandon Flowers from um whatever the fuck that band was I can't remember but nonetheless I was obsessed with the name Brandon because all of my favorites were name it and the list specifically said like number one I'm gonna meet a man who's 6'5 tattooed blue eyes brown hair his name is Brandon and he's in he's creative all of this stuff like I got so specific and we lit it and I remember Missy just looked turning to me saying let's go out tonight come on let's just go out and I was like fuck it sure instead of driving home let's go out and so we went out and because we had massive x's on our hands because I was under the age of 18 so we went to the bar and of course sure enough I'm dancing and we were having so much fun and I bump into this guy or like this guy starts dancing with me and I realize like my god he's really handsome and so we get off and he had made the comment of my x's and I said what's your name and he turns to me and says hi I'm Brandon and I'll never forget my friend Missy going what and like seeing him, blue eyes, brown hair, create like works in the creative. He was like a creative, uh, whatever, digital artist or some shit. And super tall, tattooed, like this was it. And because my list was so specific, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm 18. The universe gave me my person. The universe, that's it. He ended up being the guy I lost my virginity to. Now, before we run off into the sunset and say, my God, what a beautiful story. The reason I bring this up is because that whole situation was one of the most toxic unhealthy depressive states of my life like I had suicidal ideations because after I lost my virginity to this guy who had no intentions of being in a relationship with me I was going fucking insane and then months later I moved to New York and he came on this crusade to win me back and he showed up and I remember going out to dinner with him forcing myself to like him thinking he's my soulmate right I had manifested him he's my twin flame and we hooked up and I cried right after I told him to leave and I never spoke to him again so 
the reason I bring up this story isn't just to poo-poo on everyone's parade. It's really to exemplify my point being that just because you have a list and you're like, oh my God, this is what it is. Just because you think you know what you want doesn't mean you think you know what you need. And I think we need to be really realistic when we're talking about creating this list of what you're actually going to put in order to actually receive versus putting something on a list that's so specific that either one, when you meet that, you think that's it and you're tunnel visioned and you can't accept anything else or maybe another reality of this isn't for you. And two, the other thing of being that when you're listing, sometimes when we get so specific, we are actually... It's so unattainable that our nervous system, like if I said I want to make $40 million next year, my nervous system knows it's not going to happen. Yeah. No. And I honestly, when you told me the story, I was blown away by just, that's a crazy story. Let's be honest. But also just how perfect it is for what we're talking about, right? Because I think it really does show all the things we're getting wrong about manifestation, all the things we're not quite understanding, right? And so like maybe we could just like break this down. Like I think there's, I don't know, about four different kind of like myths about manifestation that we could really start to talk about and start to look at and that the story really does show, right? And I think the first one and the most obvious one is this idea of a list, right? A lot of us, when we get into manifestation or a lot of us that are high achievers don't resonate with manifestation, resonate with like goals, right? We have this very specific list of my life needs to look this way. I want this. I want this house, this car, this partner. He's going to look this way. And we think that that's helpful. And don't get me wrong, to some degree, knowing what you want is helpful. It gives you direction, right? But I think we mistake it. We think that's the ultimate destination. When in reality, those things, your desires are more just giving you direction. They are not actually the thing that you necessarily need. And that requires way a way deeper understanding of yourself, right? And I think a lot of people really go wrong with this idea of a list. Mm-hmm. They attach to the what? It, as long as I have this, that's it. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be successful. But like, guys, you know, you could say, you know, if I have, if I get married and have a kid, I'm successful, right? But what kind of mother are you? Mm-hmm. What kind of relationship do you have? Are, mm-hmm. are you happy, right? Like we get so attached to, if I could check that thing off my list, that means I'm successful. That means I manifested it. But we're completely misunderstanding that it's not just about a checkbox. It's about how we feel when we're there, who we are when we're there. And that's where the list really takes us off course. And like, if I could kind of flip that, the way I flip the list is like, if you have this list of what you want, A, stop looking at it as a destination it's more of like it's a direction sure it's giving you an idea of what you like but then also start asking yourself why do I want this why do I want um what did you say on your list Brandon (laughs) that's a great example like okay what about Brandon it's like oh well because it's all these people that I think are really cool were named that oh so maybe it's that you want a guy who's really cool or interesting or creative like maybe that name doesn't matter at all right and I think we could do that with our lists and again that gives us a better understanding not of where necessarily going but like the direction of like ooh. This could actually help me navigate the way forward because it's about how I feel. And that that is something we could focus on. And that is something that could take us somewhere successfully. You know, like I, I would say that's the first point when we're talking about manifesting things. And like, by the way, we should probably call this out because we were talking about this. It's like we're saying this not just in the realm of relationship. This is in in any area of your life. Like I would say, like, I want you guys to have goals in many different areas of your life, right? I want you to have a very full life and you could apply everything we're talking about to that. And you could definitely apply it to dating because that too is a goal and really requires a very intentional process. I think 
so many great points made. But I think the understanding the why of my goal is what changed everything for me. Even when we started the course, we goaled out everything. And like, okay, let's even back this up. When I started software, when I first started the company, I remember my goal on there was we were going to make 40 million by the end of year one. Now, I mean, I talk about like being completely off reality, but even like a million, I would have been happy with. I would have been happy with anything. But I remember being so like so stuck on that goal like no I have to be successful here because if I'm not but what that did was I didn't allow space for anything else to happen because like last year when I was manifesting I'll never forget Shark Tank and when I was on set I did a Joe Dispenza motherfucking meditation where I was on set and I saw Mark Cuban and I had my speech like this is a real story by the way I was literally on set to do Shark Tank last year for 10 and a half hours before being sent home telling for telling me that they couldn't fit me on so I remember sitting there feeling it but not feeling proud of myself not feeling accomplished not feeling wow I feel fulfilled feeling I'm validated because Mark Cuban's gonna choose me I feel validated because I'm on set and look I manifested this and the universe was like no bitch this isn't your future now let's think about this I was so hell-bent on software being my future that when they sent me home I went into such a spiral and deep depression they did that to me twice another two months later they did the same thing again that was the lowest I think I've ever hit and then Clem passed away a month later and I broke up with the guy two weeks after that so everything was succinct now my thing is if I had been so hell-bent on that list guys could you imagine if I got that investment last year guess where I would be not here with you right now I wouldn't be I would not have met tech guy I wouldn't have met you I wouldn't have started this podcast I wouldn't have started my whole entire TikTok everything because I wasn't because at the time I was listing out things that weren't about how I felt about feeling fulfilled or I have someone that's consistent or reciprocal like these are you know I feel seen heard understood and safe those are things that I can recognize in somebody that might not necessarily fit my list so I think what you're what we're saying here is like when you're talking about things being open and receptive to the naturalness and beauty of life that if it doesn't work god damn I promise that pearl is being squeezed but beauty does come out of pressure sometimes and if you're in that moment saying but I don't understand but nothing I've manifested came true just wait for what could be on the other side. That's so true. You said that so beautifully. I, I I could not agree more. And again, I think this is one of those things that people get wrong about manifestation. And then they're like, oh, manifestation is bullshit, right? The truth with manifestation is like a very key component of it is I want this or better. There is a surrender element in manifestation. And when I say surrender, I don't mean quitting. I don't mean sitting there and doing nothing and never leaving your house and never taking action. I mean surrendering in terms of this is the where I want to go, but I'm going to surrender that. And I'm going to trust that as long as I commit to the process, I am moving forward and it's taking me where I need to go and maybe even taking me somewhere better. So again, this is where we're getting wrong. First, we create the super detailed list where the kind of the pieces, the characteristics we put on our list are not actually coming from an authentic place. They're coming from, honestly, a dysregulated nervous system. They're coming from fear, from insecurity, from not feeling worthy, right? All those things in the list are coming from that place instead of the place of knowing your potential, knowing what's possible, knowing what excites you, notice what fills you, right? That's what you were saying with the list first. And now the second point, after we make that list, we get obsessed with it. We get so attached to it. And if it doesn't happen, we blame manifestation and we say it's not working, right? Like, and we just keep banging on that door that is very clearly closed. That's not what manifestation asks you to do. If you really understood it, you would see it's, I chose that. Now I'm going to commit 
to the process of doing the work, showing up every single day and trust that it's going to take me to that or better. So if that door is closed that I was imagining that I, that I had on my list, my work is now to trust and to keep committing to the process and to keep showing up every day and to keep doing the work and trusting that something even better is going to show up. And I think your story, I mean, it's one of the most beautiful examples of that. Like truly, and I mean this, like I'm from the bottom of my heart. You know, I'm not being paid. Like I know your story very, I know the the truth of it, right? The whole story. And it's, it's just such a beautiful example of that exact thing. Well, even when we started like your course, when I first started, we had a goal setting and it was right at your goals. And I remember mine was like, I'm going to double my following and I'm going to make double the salary. (laughs) And it was just like March. And so I was just new, like new in the sense where like I was just creating my business. And I remember like every time I would, we would be on your call, like we would be doing stuff my way. The one I remember, this was the first time I realized what dysregulated looked like for me, because I noticed every time that we'd be on, when we'd be talking about something that made me uncomfortable, I'd go to my phone and I'd check my following list for the validation of, okay, it's still growing. And I would feel my shoulders would tense up. I could feel it. And I remember we, and this is kind of similar to like before I met Ryan, when I had like, you know, man, oh, I'm going to get the guy that texts me every day and blah, blah, blah. Now, what I loved was it's like that was similar to my goal of I'm going to double all my following. I wanted the validation. But then when you and I, we had our one-on-one because part of the group is that we get one-on-ones, which is my favorite part. And we were talking and I remember telling you like, yeah, but I'm growing and I'm still not feeling better in all of this. And when we stopped and you finally kind of asked me like, where did this goal come from? Where is this goal coming from? Like, you know, not why, but really where is the heart of this goal? Which reminded me of the heart of the goal that had happened when I met the guy before Tech Guy that I had wanted it from a place of dysregulation. I wanted that from a place, but then after I had experienced it and went, okay, but this still doesn't fulfill me. I still don't feel happy. When I started to strip away where the goal, like what that happened, that I meant tech guy, because I didn't follow by the list that I had. And now what we've really worked on is I don't, I don't have my goal. I think halfway through the course, we had reestablished goals. I changed my goals. And what I changed them to being was I am working on my nervous system to be able to receive what's coming my way. Because the whole time I thought that it was a lack of, and that's what I was missing was a lack of. But what it actually was, was I was not being able to receive because my nervous system was going, Hey, we've never attained this goal. You have never attained most of the goals that you've done because you're a fucking loser. So don't remember that. Right. Or don't forget that because you're never going to forget how lame you are like this is my internal dialogue telling me all of these things when it's on the on the contrary what we really want to be able to do is when you're listing out these things is make sure that they're attainable because we shifted everything now my goals are am I ready to receive the next step am I ready and because we did that and I was no longer driven by an outcome I grew so much quicker because I started to actually heal the cause of that list where that checklist came from, we were able to work through why was that money so important to me? Uh, because of those memories of my dad that started to play on. So when I released that, I started to make more money. This episode is sponsored by Modern Fertility. Guys, I don't know about you, but for me, I've been having this topic of conversation in our house for a long time. As a 33-year-old woman, we're getting down to the level of, can I have kids? Do I want to have kids? Is this something that we're thinking about? And that's a conversation that for a lot of years, I never really had. You know, we're taught for so long how to prevent pregnancy and how to prevent having a kid. But who's really there to talk to us about how to make sure that we can foster a child in our bellies and take care of one and, and actually support a child in our bodies? And that's why I'm so excited about Modern Fertility, and that's why it was created 
created because it's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a single finger prick. All you do is mail it in with the prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within six business days. What's super cool is you even get insight on your hormone levels. So like your ovarian reserve. So if you have more or fewer eggs than average of your age and other important factors that can impact your fertility. I actually didn't realize that these tests cost upwards of over, if not more than $600 for an in-home test. And modern fertility tests are the same general set of hormone tests for only $179. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash do the work, you get $20 off your test. Yay. So again, right now go to Modern Fertility modernfertility.com slash do the work and you get $20 off your first test. So that means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost for you to even just go into a clinic. So again, $20 off your fertility test at when you go to modernfertility.com slash do the work. And it wasn't because I had a higher following. Yeah, okay, that's by proxy. It was because it was my goals weren't coming from desperation and because, oh my God, I have nothing. My goals were coming from security and authenticity because I was finally being able to receive what it is I kept saying I wanted. Yes, 100%. And something like, I remember in that conversation I had said to you, and I say this all the time, is external solutions don't fix internal problems. So when you oh, were I telling me, <laughs> I, I, w- I wish that too, gosh, desperately, right? Like I've been there for years as well. Like I speak to this from personal experience, but it's like when you kept telling me, it's like the followers are growing, the money is growing, everything. Why don't I feel better? And then your brain will go to, oh, it's not enough. If I had double, then I'd feel better. If I had triple, then I'd feel better. And even like in those couple of months, you you would see as we would talk, you're like, shit, it grew. I still don't feel better. Right. And that's when we had to come back to that saying of like external solutions don't fix internal problems. It's never going to feel like enough because you're trying to fix something internal with something external. That external goal wasn't coming from a place of like, I truly desire that and want that. It was coming from a place of fear and insecurity. It was coming from a place of dysregulation. Like Mm -hmm. our, we don't think about this in this way, or maybe I haven't really said it in this way here, but Our nervous system, yes, they're responsible for healing, but they play a really big role in how we achieve our goals because they play a huge role even in not forget how we work towards them, although that's a huge piece and we could talk about that, even in how we set them. Most people, when they choose their goal, it's coming from a dysregulated place. They're not feeling worthy. They're in a scarcity mindset, all signs of dysregulation, right? They don't feel good enough. They feel behind. And so they make their goal of like, what can I do to make this feeling go away? And then Mm -hmm. they start chasing that. And the more they chase that, the more empty it feels because every time they achieve it it actually reaffirms that they were not good enough in the first place. And it's only adding to that. And that's why it feels like a bottomless pit. That's why like no matter how much money you make, no matter if you get the guy, you're like, it's still not good enough. It's still not working. I still don't feel it. And I think your story really highlights that, that we really need to reconsider what is the real goal? What is it I'm really after? And what would my, how would my goal look like? What would it look like if I was regulated? If I was coming from a place of feeling worthy, feeling good enough, believing in my future, feeling like there's possibility for most people, that goal is drastically different than the goal when they're dysregulated, not enough, trying to fill an internal void with something external. And I wish hundred percent because it's like, even when I was goal setting of like next year, okay, what am I going to, we all do that. Like, what are my goals for my business? And what are, what are new things you want to introduce and things like that? And it, if I wasn't self-aware to the point of like almost a fault, then I think I would, if this was, it would have come and, ba- and passed me by. And my goal was I'm going to create a course. And I wasn't understanding why 
because when I first started to come up with that goal, it was, okay, well, I can't help everybody. And like, I'm just trying to figure out, like it was coming from anxiety of like, but I, I can't help everybody. And then you're not worthy because Sabrina, if you can't help everybody, then, then what good are you? And so because I was coming from a place of fear and not feeling confident of, no, this is the natural progression, Sabrina, you can't help everybody. So let's utilize your skills. I came from dysregulation. And instead of me feeling confident and excited about this new decision, it was, no, I need to find a coach now to help me with this because I'm insecure. And now I'm feeling insecure about it. And everything was coming from a place of insecurity because then once we started to talk about when I started bringing coaches in and they were saying, yes, oh my God, this is going to be great. Then you see how much they want to charge you and you're like, ouch. So when I started to talk about creating, they were like, you know, you can make all of this money on courses. You know what happened? Not me getting excited. I lost my marbles because my nervous system went, no, you can't do that, Sabrina. You're never, you, who would ever see you worthy of that? And it was that stinking thinking. And I remember until you and I spoke and you stopped and said, what is your actual goal for like making this course? And in my gut, it was, I want to be able, I, I can't, I want to be authentic. I want to be transparent. I can't work with every single person, but for the price of one, one-on-one, -on -one, you're going to get an eight week course because it's actually going to help. And I remember you were like, cool. So lead with that. Lead with the place of security and confidence because you're setting a goal because it's, mo and then you even asked me one important question. When you set this goal and then you know, what are you going to do with that time now that you're creating? You're making all this space. What's that time for? And I started to say, well, I want to work on all these other things. And your response was great. Think about the life you want. And then let's work backwards. Because then when I started going, oh yeah, so what does that look like to me? Well, I want my mornings so that I could work out. Okay, so that's why I'm doing it, to give myself more freedoms in the morning so I'm not chained to seven one-on-ones every day and, and feeling like I'm losing myself. That came from a place of power. And can we contrast that, like that conversation was so important, like can we contrast that with like what your instinct is? And like I say this because my instinct is very similar. Like Everything you've said is something I've really had to work on on myself, specifically when I started working for myself, which was just probably like one of the biggest challenges of my life, really kind of rewiring myself because I just realized I would create all the stuff I hated in corporate. I would create it for myself and like imprison myself, right? And like, I guess I saw you doing that a little bit. And so you know, you said what you'd actually want. What kind of life would I want? And how do I start cultivating that now? Let's contrast that with what your instinct is, similar to mine, which is, oh my God, I don't feel good enough. They like, can I actually do this? Can I make this amount of money? Everyone's saying they need to help me. I probably need to hire all these people. I need to spend more money. So I need to make more. And like, there's this downward spiral. And what does that lead to? You working yourself into the ground, you leaving no free time, you not taking care of yourself. And now think of how different how you would live life now would be from the life you want. Right. Right. So you're trying to get to this life where you have space, where you're helping more people, where you're cultivating your energy, where you're engaging in all these creative ideas and like just helping the world and serving people from a place of fullness. That's the life you want. Meanwhile, you're trying to get to it by working yourself into the ground, having no free time, having sessions while feeling drained, right? Like it's literally the exact opposite. And I think this is where a lot of people get really... Especially with dating. When yes. we think about it, let's think about it. as you're talking, I'm like, you know how we can loop this back to dating? You want it so fucking bad. You work, work, work for it. And then you're completely depleted because it's coming from a place of... of, of scarcity of feeling like I'm I can't tell you how many times I hear in a day I'm never gonna find my person and I'm I'm in my 30s and I'm like listen I met my person at 32 you know like it took me you met your person at 16 everybody's different I know people that are 60 that have met their person I know some people that have met their person at 40 like 
there is no timeline for everybody. But if you're going to consistently come from that place of when I get this, then this, you will always be chasing your tail and in burnout because it's not coming from that place of I genuinely like here's what I think. Let's talk about this. Maybe this year we shift it. And instead of it being so external about everything, like the secret, everything about the secret was manifest everything you want externally. That's going to bring you that happiness, right? No, because I can't tell you how many times I've set goals for myself with my business and then you reach them and all you're thinking about is the next goal. So let's not pretend like we're not human. Um, otherwise, we'd be satisfied. And that's why we have the, us never. I think we can turn this inward. How about maybe for even for the next Let's not put a time on it. I'm not even going to say for a month, but maybe now a goal isn't that this year I'm going to find a boyfriend or this year I'm going to do this. Maybe it's I want to learn what it feels like to have the life that I'd like. Not putting any attachments to the person, to the outcome, to the home, to the city that you live in. Maybe it's just I wake up feeling calm and secure within myself because I know that no matter what, I'll be okay and that. I have this incredible partner who's an addition to my life, not instead of. I have a career that fulfills me because I get to help people every day. So if we can bring it inward, then we can start to see it outward. A hundred percent. And like, that's actually what I encourage most people to do in January, right? Like if you do want to use this energy, I don't think January is necessarily the best time to set goals. Actually, I don't even think that makes sense. The winter is more of a time of reflection and going inward. Mm -hmm. But if you want to use this energy and kind of drive yourself forward, that's beautiful. I think the way you can use it is use this time to really get clear on like, what is it you're after? What is it you want? How do you make sure that's coming from a regulated place of potential and connection and possibility? and worthiness versus fear, right? And I think what you're saying is is a great start. So you could think about what is that external thing you've been wanting and chasing? What's been on your list, let's, right? Wait, can we play a role play here? I'm going to give it to you. Okay. Let's do this. That do way it. people, I think this is what they love about us. We give them real steps. Okay, let's, let's do them. it. Okay, so I come to you, Miss Masha. I want a relationship this year. I'm ready. I've done all my work and I'm, I'm ready. I want a relationship. Okay. What do you want that relationship to feel like would be my question, right? You want the relationship. That's very external. But for everybody, what a relationship feels like is different. So mm -hmm. what would you want that relationship to feel? What do you imagine it's going to be on the other side of that? When you get that relationship, then what? What do you imagine is going to happen? Because remember, the end point of every experience is an emotion. We are all after an emotion. We are not actually after the external thing. Yeah. Well, I think because a lot of people, their response, I think even that one question that she asked would probably send 50% of the people being like, oh, I just set this one out. I need to think about this. Because then I hear the like, but I want someone to do stuff with. I want. And it's like, okay, okay, okay let's well, take that. Yeah, I want someone to just do something with. I don't want to just be alone all the time. Okay. And what do you imagine it would be like to have someone there? Do you, are you imagining you're going to feel really connected? Are you imagining you're going to feel joyful? Your life's going to be a little bit more fun. What do you imagine that's going to feel like? Not what you're imagining is not going to happen. I'm not going to feel lonely. What do you imagine will happen? For me, obviously, I'm giving the, I've been thinking about this for many years and I'm like, I want to feel safe, seen, heard, and understood. I want someone that's thoughtful and compassionate and makes space for me and that is by my side when she, that's why like coming up doing these exercises helped me because when I would go through this list, you know what didn't land on the list? He texts me every day. Yep. He posts me on social media. He asked me to be his girlfriend. Like that, just the bullshit of like, so that, do you think that's a, do you think that's a relationship? Like if that, because this is where the disconnect is happening. It's like when we're just entering it shallow and not thinking about, like you said, how do I want to feel? Oh, fuck. 
Yeah. I want to feel really supported. Go further. Okay. And that's a beautiful place to start. And then you could start thinking, okay, what do I need to do now in order to start cultivating those feelings? Just to give my nervous system that experience to feel supported, to feel maybe a little bit more joyful, to feel safe, right? And there's many ways you can do that. One, cultivating safety within yourself, right? That might look like getting support. That might look like having practices that cultivate safety. That might look like routines and habits and how you structure your day, whether you rest and have free time, right? It could also look like looking at all relationships in your life, not just your romantic relationships, but you know, are there other relationships that make you feel supported? Can you prioritize those? Maybe you're realizing, hmm, my friends don't even make me feel supported. Maybe it's time to make an effort even to cultivate those friendships so your nervous system has the experience of feeling supported. And then you could take that a step further into work you and I talk about all the time. It's like, do you make yourself feel supported? What is your relationship with your inner child and the different parts of yourself? Do you make yourself feel supported? How do you treat yourself? Because often the way we treat ourselves is sometimes a a mirror to how other people treat us and then we're wondering like wait why does everyone treat me like crap I was about to say if you're taking like we're doing this exercise now and then you're starting to take inventory of okay so that's what I want right Mm -hmm. that's how I want to feel I want this I want someone that listens to me that like for me that was always my thing I don't feel like anyone hears me and so I'd always scream louder as a kid to be like you fucking hear me to this day it drives me insane so for me being seen heard and understood was a huge thing now then we do a fun little exercise of okay now, what do you, what is your dating experience? What is your current lived experience? And if your current lived experience is, well, every guy I date is emotionally unavailable and they're all narcissists, it's like, okay. So now let's take a look at what we have versus what, where we want to go. Two very polarizing things, right? I want to feel all of these things, but yet here's where I'm at. So that's when I looked at myself and had to say, how am I facilitating in this? So for like you said, you want to support yourself. So for me to support myself in that moment, what that meant was I needed to learn how to have boundaries because I kept getting with these people that were, I, I didn't have boundaries. I wasn't telling them, no, that doesn't work for me. No, I don't want to meet you out at 10 o'clock at night. I'm going to be exhausted the next day. Instead, I would go and I would suffer the next day. Then I'd be pissed off. They didn't call me. What the fuck? I stayed out late for you. How could you not? See what's happening? See how this train, this gravy, gravy train just starts to get riding? So it's like if we can stop and look, and again, this isn't about blaming yourself. I'm not saying that you need to sound like make yourself feel bad. But if you can't take personal accountability and look to see that you actually are the common denominator, it's not that you're doing one thing in every aspect, but maybe it's because you're not showing up in a specific way. Then yeah, what that means now is that this is going to require removing people from your life or letting go or that you're going to go out and your pool's going to get smaller. I can't tell you how many guys, when I had made new goals for myself and like really focused on how I wanted to feel on the date, not how I wanted to feel about them, shifted from I knew I was too much and I'm da 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 to where when I'd see that it would just go above their pay grade, you could see they couldn't keep up with the emotional intelligence that I had and just the availability that I found that has superpower. I was like, cool, I'm just weeding out the people that can't match where I'm trying to be. Met tech guy. This episode is sponsored by Nutrafol. Oy, my hair has been my thing for most of my life. And I always came on the, like, I have perfect genetics and my mom has more hair than anybody and I'm going to be fine until I hit my 30s and all of a sudden I started to realize, wait a minute, when I put my hair up in a ponytail, I'm starting to have my hair thinning and I'm shedding like nobody's business and tech guy is finding my hair everywhere. And I started to panic because I love my hair. And so that's why I am so excited to have discovered Nutrafol. And I have started taking Nutrafol every single day and I have seen insane results. 
So Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I've been taking it every single day and I've already seen an incredible difference in my hair. And that's why I'm so, so excited to offer you guys another option for you to take care of yourself. So if you want to take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time only, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping. So if you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code Do the Work, So you can find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. So that's Nutrafol.com. So N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com and the code is Do the Work for $10 off and free shipping. Yeah, exactly. And I think now we're we're getting to, so it's like, okay, first we were, instead of making these like super specific, arbitrary, shallow lists, we're getting deeper into, yeah, but what, what about that is really drawing me? Why do I want that, right? Getting clear on the why, which then kind of transforms the outcome. It makes it way less external and way more internal, right? So we're taking these two common like myths about manifestation, things that people are getting wrong, and we're transforming them. Right. OK. So now we're getting clear on what it is you want. We're setting a more internal outcome, which is great because you have control over that. You don't mm-hmm. always have control over the outcome, the external. This is where in manifestation we say we set that. That gives us direction. Then we let it go and we trust. Right. That's where the surrender piece comes on. And now you're taking us to the next point. And again, the myth with manifestation is, oh, you just you think about it. You envision it. You make vision boards. You imagine it. And then you do nothing. It's like, no, 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 no. Once you imagine it, you surrender that outcome, you let go of it, you trust that or better, and then you commit to the process and you commit to taking action. And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about cultivating all of those things you want in your daily life, taking action in alignment with those things you want, right? That might mean setting boundaries. That might be looking at who you date, what people you allow into your life. That looks like how you structure your day, what you were saying about how you're really thinking about your day. Maybe it's not about working more. Maybe it's about having more free time, having more space to be creative, being more intentional, filling up your own cup, right? Like again, cultivating a life that allows you to feel those emotions. And like, I have to say from the nervous system standpoint, that's really freaking huge because many of us, oh, there's so much to say on this. Many of us, we set goals, like one, you touched on this already, that are so unattainable that our nervous system freaks the fuck out right? If you set a goal that is so out of the realm of what you've experienced in possibility, your nervous system doesn't see that as inspiring. It sees that as like, I can never do that. You set you set yourself up for victim mode beautifully. Uh, see, I told you. See, I'm such a piece of shit. I couldn't do it. Exactly. You set it so big. And then when it doesn't happen in two weeks, you're nervous. I knew it. This just proves that we're losers. It proves that it's not possible for us. So really setting goals that are more attainable, that are smaller. And we're doing that not because you can't achieve big goals. Let me be very clear about that. We're doing that because we don't want to overwhelm your nervous system. So it's with my clients. This is a huge part of the program. You know this. It's like we really want to notice how a goal lands in your nervous system. We want it to be a little uncomfortable, but not overwhelming. There's some research that shows with your goal, you want it to feel 85% achievable. With 85% certainty, I could achieve this. If it's 50. Scary. That's really scary. That's an F. That's a coin toss. That's an F. Exactly. That's an F. I'm not betting on an F, but an 85, that's a B. B plus almost. Exactly. So you're kind of like, okay, 
chances are I'm going to achieve that. So that 85, that sweet spot, it's a little out of your comfort zone. It's not like you're like 100% done. That's too easy. You're not stretching. Yeah. But if you make it too hard for your nervous system, you're like, what? That? That's impossible. I could never make that much money this year. I could never have that relationship. Your nervous system will protect you by shutting down. Yeah. It will go into dorsal. And yeah, that's where the self-sabotage comes in. That's where not taking action, procrastination. That's your nervous system saying, hey, we feel overwhelmed by this. We feel, we feel scared, right? So that's like one piece with your nervous system. And the second is that your nervous system has to have the capacity to hold these beautiful dreams that you have. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of us, when we're like vision boarding and imagining our future and imagining our dream relationship, right? We're not considering like, does my nervous system has the capacity to hold what I want? And if it doesn't, it actually dysregulates me more. And so part of the work is, yes, make the goal maybe a little bit more bite-sized for yourself, but also doing the work to cultivate those emotions so your nervous system has the capacity to receive what you want so that when it comes, your nervous system be like, what? I don't deserve this. No, no, no. This doesn't feel safe based on my lived experience and then pushes it away. That's why when I first transitioned my goal, it went from I'm going to get all this to I don't know if you remember this. I said I want to be able to handle yes. the flows be ready to receive the flows when it's coming in. I'm good, but handle the ebbs yes. so that when the shift went down, because I think that's the perfect way to even describe of like, oh, I'm going to have, like, think about it. Okay, so if you're somebody that's never been in a healthy relationship, that was me before I met that guy. Never. I didn't even, I didn't blip on the screen. The only healthy relationship I had ever seen was my sister and her husband. And like, I, mean, I don't know the ins and outs of their relationship. It's just, okay, they've been together for like 20 years. So knowing that when I would vision of like, I'm going to have all of these things, I'm going to get this partner, it was like a Disney movie. And so I was already envisioning unattainability. It wasn't real because I didn't understand. Then when you start, that's why you keep getting the same bullshit because it's like, oh, well, it's this guy. Oh, that's because the guy that texts me all the time, right? So of course this is going to lead to that. Versus my goal changed from I'm going to get that to I am going to work on that if my nervous system gets hit. I can handle the ebbs, but I can also handle the flow so that while I'm dating out there, if I meet a guy that's not great, that's okay. That doesn't go against my Disney fairy tale of, no, it's Prince Charming. It's, hey, I can handle this. But then when I meet a guy that's great, that might not be the Disney fucking prince, my nervous system going, okay, well, we can receive this because this isn't overwhelming for us. Yes, I love that parallel you just made. And can I just say, like, we can use your goal with the business of like, when you and I start diving into why do you want X amount of followers, X amount of money? And again, we had already acknowledged it was coming from a place of fear. There's nothing wrong with wanting that. The problem is when you want that from a place of fear, because you you downward spiral. Downward spiral and low self-esteem is because I want people to like me. Exactly. And so when we really were exploring that, like that came up. And what came up is like, well, I just... I don't want to feel like people don't like me. I don't want to feel the low. If we could like generalize it, you just didn't want to feel the negative emotions that come with the ebb. Yeah. Right. And you were like, if I just manage everything, if I control everything, if everything is perfect, then I could avoid the ebb. Not because the ebb is so bad, but because I don't have the capacity to handle those negative emotions. And the same is true in relationship. We want the perfect relationship, the Disney movie. We put that list there because there's a part of us that's like, well, I just don't want to handle the negative stuff. I can't handle the negative stuff. That's why we're so obsessed with that outcome. And you know what to to add? add The last add-on, also because when I'm in the ebb, I have to believe that the flow will come. And that's terrifying to me. Because the ebb is, see, I knew it. The roller coaster came right back down. But then to believe, but wait, it's going to go back up. Wait, it goes back down. 
So for my nervous system to not catastrophize every single time was really hard for me. And I had to go through that in relationships. Here's the funny thing. I think I had posted a video the other day and someone was like, easy for you to say you have your partner. And I was like, bitch, get over here. I was like, you forget. I've known him for a fucking year. I haven't been with him for 30 years. I'm like, you forget who went, who ate living shit dating in New York and LA for years. Went from guy to guy to guy. That was a no, a no, a no, a no. And for years, every no, every unavailable. I remember telling you about the the Utah guy and you're, the minute you looked at me, you were like, that's dismissive avoidant. And I was like, what? I didn't even understand it. Then when I understood it, I was like, wow, I attacked myself that whole time without really understanding that this is what this other person was dealing with. When I was finally able to stop only living for the the flow and only wanting the flow, but then the ebb was terrifying, essentially what we're kind of realizing is like what doing what doing this work preps you for is a real relationship because a real relationship will be up and down. You will have 100%. fights, you'll have conflict, you'll have shit. Doesn't mean it's toxic. But if your nervous system can handle already you being okay with ebbs and flows and knowing money cometh, money goeth. People come, people go. Just because you're dating somebody now, like someone freaked out saying, because I said, you know, when you go through a breakup, the person doing the breaking up has already processed this. They've thought about this, you know? And he was like, how selfish, that's such bullshit. This person used me and they used me while they processed. And I was like, you internalized everything about this without understanding that people are humans and that people go through things. And, and like without understanding that, like, just because you're in a relationship and you have the flow doesn't mean that the ebb is not inevitable, that somebody might decide that they don't want to be with you. And if we are such glass creatures that we can't comprehend that somebody could not want to be with me, then your whole world's going to crumble because you don't know what a, you can't handle an ebb. I think you are touching on such an important point, which is basically self-trust. Like if we could summarize this, we're saying the reason we get so attached to outcomes and lists and specifics is not because that's manifestation. That's your misunderstanding mm-hmm. of manifestation because you are lacking self-trust. You are lacking trusting yourself to move through the ups and downs of life. And you're trying to control and manage everything. And so I think what we're saying is the key to achieving your goals. And yes, the key to manifesting, if that word resonates with you, is self-trust and that self-trust is interconnected with your nervous system's ability to move through the ups and downs you cannot have self-trust if you cannot trust your nervous system to handle the ups and downs of life right like self-trust and the nervous system go hand in hand for me like that is why i love the nervous system piece so much because i think it puts science to a concept that tends to feel very woo-woo, self-love, yeah. self-trust, right? This is really it. Like, I think self-trust is the key component, and that's why the nervous system is the key component. And that's why the nervous system is the key to manifesting or achieving your goals, because the process of achieving your goals actually requires a lot of ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Every down is, you know, where you do the work that then creates the, the contraction, then create creates the expansion right and if you cannot handle that there will be no growth and you will you will stay exactly as you are and you will do be doing that to protect yourself don't be a business owner i'll tell you that too (laughs) and it's true it's like i it makes me and this is this is like a good place for us to kind of leave off because next the next time you're on which is in like a few three or four weeks we're going to talk about the fallacy of the self-love and self-trust and all of that what that really means so i'm excited about that tune in but it kind of just reminds me of yeah like this one girl i knew i told you about her and it was like she was a beautiful girl had such a bright future and she was a hairdresser and she was doing all this stuff but because she had in her head that she wanted to do one specific thing 
She wanted one specific thing and she changed the career and I'll never forget all of us. This has been 10 plus years ago watching her saying, no, no, no. And she would always say, no, I'm manifesting it and I'm journaling. She would spend days inside just making vision boards. And what's really sad is because she didn't quite, she didn't understand. She just kept thinking, no, I want it and I'm going to will it and I'm going to manifest it and I'm going to dream it enough. And it's like, I hate to break it to her. This girl is 10 years later. She is broke as fuck, lives with her mom back home because she's got nothing. She went off her deep end and like lost everything, lost all of her friends, lost her career, lost everything she had, never made that new career she wanted. And is now just the epitome of like, when you hold on so tight and you don't leave space for anything else, it can literally be your demise. And I'm just hopeful that if anything, if you took anything away from me blabbering the fuck away from things and Masha supporting me on the blabber, that it's okay if things don't go according to plan because maybe your plan isn't the right fucking plan for you. Because I thought I had the right plan. I love software. Software's still in existence. Software's killing it now. Software's still doing really well. Please go buy software. But it wasn't my only fate. And this won't be either. I have... There's a million other things that are going to come up in the pipelines for you too. It's like you weren't meant to be an actuary. You were meant to do more and more and more and more. But just because you're not getting what you want right now doesn't mean you won't in the future. So... A hundred percent. And what we are kind of saying it's pointing you towards is there's a lack of Mm self-trust, right? There's an inability for your nervous system to move through the ups and downs, which are the process of achieving your goals. And there's a lack of capacity in your nervous system. Like maybe your dreams are 100% possible. And it's just that your nervous system does not yet have the capacity, the strength to hold them. So maybe the work is just building that capacity in your nervous system. Maybe it's not about necessarily changing your goals or giving up on your goals, but maybe the work is building that capacity. And all those beautiful manifestation tools, like by the way, we've been using that word and maybe people have in mind like vision boarding and affirmations. It's not like we're saying that stuff doesn't work, but like what I will say through my lens is that none of that stuff works when you're dysregulated. And none of that stuff works singular. It's not just no. that. It's like saying with healing, people will be like, but I journal. And I'm like, you think that's all you have to do? You 100%. think all you have to do is just journal and like read? And that's that's it? It's like, it's an amalgamation of things. But stop reading into like, make a vision board and your life will be better. It's like, 100%. then what? Right. That's that's you avoiding doing the work. So we're saying, yes, manifestation is doing the work internal and external. It's showing up every day. It's building your nervous system's capacity to hold your dreams. It's developing self-trust, right? And we're saying the nervous system plays a big role. And if you want to use those really awesome tools of manifestation, great. But you need to do that when you're in a regulated state in combination with all of the other work. It's really a commitment to the process, to doing the work. And so now that we've gone through all of this, I hope you guys will take out your little notebooks and scratch off some of the some of the unrealistic things that you've set for yourself. And instead, maybe, you know, if it's I'm going to lose 15 pounds in the next 30 days. I love your goal of getting healthy, but maybe we look at what's underneath this goal. Am I doing that because I hate the way I look and I'm thinking that if I lose this weight, I'm going to love the way I look? Am I doing that because I have really bad knees and I need to lose the weight because then I'm going to be able to play with my kid more and that means something. Whatever your goal is, it's okay. It's We're not saying to throw it away, but what we're saying is maybe support your nervous system more in a way of going, wow, if this is coming from a place of insecurity, the reality is I could lose 40 pounds and still not feel better Hello, body dysmorphia. Like, welcome to reality. So it's maybe just taking a look-see at a couple of your prompts and maybe just lifting the veil a little bit on them. And I'm just, yeah. 
And I could, we could even go through those four myths and maybe we help you flip them a little bit. So kind of like really summarize, because I know we talked about a lot of things and I, and I don't want this to be overwhelming. I really do want this to be actionable, right? So we started with talking about getting way too attached to this list and these really specific things, kind of like Sabrina's story highlighted, right? So maybe yours is like losing X amount of pounds or this perfect guy or X amount of followers or money or whatever. You can write that, like look at your list and then go deeper. Why? Why do I want this? What do I think is going to give me? How do I expect to feel? What does it represent? Yeah. Exactly. How do we go deeper on that? So we kind of flip that one, right? And then from there, we think about how do we stop attaching to the external outcome? External achievements don't fix internal problems, right? So we really need to think about what would it look like? Yes, okay, maybe I want to lose X amount of weight, but what would it look like to use that as just a direction for the work that I'm doing, but not necessarily as where I need to be of like, I set that and I surrender and I, that or better, right? So what, what could the external, I mean, the internal outcome look like? How do I want to feel? How do I get even more specific on that? And how do I make that the goal? How I want to feel, right? From there, we come back to, you know, thinking that manifestation means not taking action, right? We just sit there and vision board 24 seven, like, no, it does not. Now that you have your outcome, you know how you want to feel. What are you going to do to cultivate that? What are you going to take action? What are you going to do to build capacity in your nervous system to receive that and to build self-trust to move through the ups and downs, which the process of achieving any goal will require your relationship, your weight. I don't care. There's going to be ups and downs. And if you can't handle them there, you won't get to where you want to go. Everything you want is on the other side of those ups and downs. Right. And then lastly, this idea of like, you know, often we think manifestation is setting these crazy unattainable goals. I want you to have your dreams. Right. But those dreams can't be the short term goal for the year, for the month. Right. That can't be it. Our goals need to be attainable. Eighty five percent certainty that you could achieve them. Make them smaller. They might need to be made smaller than you want. That's not to say you give up on them long term. It's just so your nervous system feels a little bit safer moving towards them. So maybe it's this huge amount of weight. And maybe what feels doable to like if 85 percent certainty to your nervous system is five pounds. So start there. And once you get there, that will show your nervous system. Oh, shoot. That was possible. Maybe we could do a little more, right? And that that's just an example with weight, but we really could apply that. We want to make our goals more bite-sized so they're more realistic for our nervous system. So we really want to work with our nervous system. And then if we want to add on top of that any of these beautiful manifestation tools, let's just not gaslight ourselves, yeah. okay? These affirmations, these if your nervous system's like, whoa, that doesn't feel safe. I can't achieve that. I can't do that. That's okay. You could... could keep coming back to doing the work, showing up for yourself, committing to the process. And that's just pointing to you of like, hmm, my nervous system is still not on board with this. I still need to give my nervous system proof that this is possible for me. And that's the work. This doesn't mean it's impossible. This doesn't mean I'm not saying my affirmations enough time. It means I need to get my nervous system on board because right now, based on my lived experience, it's not. I that was drop the mic like that was it that's perfectly it's put perfectly that's concise that is actionable that's bite-sized and you're welcome so on that note (laughs) I'm so guys I'm so glad we could bring in the new year together I'm so glad I mean can I just can I just say thank you to first of all to you Masha of course but to to just everybody that shows up every week investing in themselves even just listening like that is an investment in yourself and thank you for starting the year with us we have so much excitement across. And you know what? I'm sure some things, you know, like even look at us. We were going to do the dating app and then we decided to walk away from the dating <laughs> app because of timing and things like that. Yeah. That doesn't mean that we failed. It doesn't mean that, no, you know what that meant? We left space open for bigger and better things. And baby, 
oh boy, I could see the horizon. The sun's already starting to rise. So <laughs> I'm so excited, guys. If you need anything, I'm going to have everything linked in the show notes. Masha, you have the course coming up, correct? Yes, we are starting February 1st. There are still a few spots left. I can't wait. We've kind of added a lot of components. It's going to be a really awesome one just to start February 1st with all of this energy, I think is really powerful. So I'm super excited. Don't forget, you guys can use the code do the work 300 to grab one of those spots. And can I just say, I can't think of a better way to have started the year than with you guys. I'm so grateful to you, Sabrina, and to this beautiful community. You guys are truly inspiring. I get to talk to you guys in sessions. It's truly inspiring. And let me just say, like like Sabrina said, like we are doing this with you. Like Everything mm-hmm. we said today, we are working on ourselves. It's not like we're past it. It's just as relevant to me. And so like it, this was just a great way for me to start the year and be like, okay, yeah, let's let's do exactly what we said. That's why I don't like those charlatans that are just like, I'm healed. It's like, fuck off. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Get out of here. But anyways, guys, yeah, <laughs> you need anything. Everything will be linked in the show notes. If you want to join my program, there are, I think there's like two spots left for the next three months. And then it'll start over if somebody doesn't continue on for the three months. So we don't know when the next one will be. But get it now while you have just literally two spots left. And, and I will say, like, I think this is a really beautiful time to really commit to yourself. Like, like we said, we don't believe in New Year's resolutions. That's not our thing. But I think sometimes there is this energy in the air and we're like, oh, I want I want to make a change. And I think a lot of us think we have to make that change alone. And that's why, like, I just love what you're doing. Obviously, I love my group program and the community we've cultivated. It's like realizing we don't have to do this alone. Like even that we you, we have each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what a difference it makes to be able to work towards our goals with someone we trust by our sides. And like you guys, like that's why, you know, what Sabrina was saying, of like just so grateful to have this community. It, it makes a really big difference. Yeah, you guys aren't alone. So don't forget. And also just an FYI, there's a bunch of fake fucking Facebook pages being made of me. Um, I'm going to make, and I'm going to do the intro this about, don't believe any of them, please. There's only one for me. Please don't listen to these fucking scammers. One person's putting houses in Thailand as well. So apparently people are still thinking it's me. I didn't realize that all of a sudden I'm such a well-traveled machine here in the middle of everything. Um, and I, I, what's inappropriate is they're using photos of Clem and that's, that's the, that's the straw that's breaking the camel's back for me. So guys don't believe that shit. But anyways, love you guys. Thank you for everything. Masha, thank you for joining us for another week. We'll have her back in a month, uh, to talk about the bullshit fallacies of self-love and self-trust and all that. The real, we, we debunked this. So get ready for another episode. I can't wait. Thank you guys again. This was awesome. Until next time.